This is the Visionary Founders Podcast, helping founders to activate their biggest visions, create extraordinary lives and businesses, and to make a difference in the world. I'm Lisa Mitchell, and I'll be sharing everything you need to lay the foundations and growth to create a legacy. In this show, you'll learn the practical and profound changes to making yourself and your business to have the impact you desire, because you are a visionary founder. Welcome to this episode. And today I want to talk about how being a visionary founder can trap you inside your business and can stop you really accelerating and building the business you want. So if you've been listening to this podcast, you know that I am passionate about being a visionary myself and about working with other visionary founders. I truly believe that visionaries can and will change the world. And I know that's a big statement, but I know for all the reasons that I am so inspired to work with people like you, that visionaries will change the world. They're the people that create change. They're the people that move the world forward in some ways. And that's amazing. And I will always love to work with people like this and to be have friends like this and to be associated with people like this in my life. So there's an enormous power to being a visionary. There's an enormous gift in it. And I do believe that we can cultivate that visionary essence in all of us. But for some of us, it's a natural place to play. It's just in our DNA. It's just who we've always been since we were children. And I understand that your business is personal, right? It's not logical. You didn't set it up because it was going to make loads of money. You set it up because it was something that you were passionate about. You set it up because you had a download from the universe, because you had an intuition, because you had this amazing idea, because you asked yourself, what if, because you wanted to create change. You know, those are the reasons why the people I work with set up organizations and businesses. And So for them and for me, it's all about impact, you know, and this is why our businesses are endlessly exciting to us. It's why we never get bored of what we do. You know, and I say to people, I've worked as a coach, a facilitator, an entrepreneur for the last 15 years. And I can honestly tell you that I am more excited about my business now than I was when I first started it 15 years ago. I feel like I'm right at the beginning of the impact that I'm truly going to create in the world. And when you hark on that, when you sort of happen on that, you know that you're in the right place, right? (laughs) And one of my clients recently said to me, you know, I would do what I do whether I got paid for it or not. And I said, me too. And that's how I want you to feel. That's how I want everyone to feel. And that's how you feel if you're really living and working in this visionary space. So this is what I often say to people when I go into organizations and people say to me, oh, you know, the founder needs to do this. They need to do that. They just need to let go. They need to delegate more. They need to realize that isn't a good use of their time. And my first answer to them is always, it's not logical. It's personal. You know, this is their baby. This is like a desire come manifest. This is about them creating something in the world that they dreamed into reality, literally. So letting go and delegating and all those logical things that we think they should do and that you maybe know you should do if you're a visionary founder is not where the change is going to come from. It comes from a letting go. It comes from an emotional and energetic shift. It comes from setting yourself up differently with the business, setting up a different relationship between you and the business. And then you know you can create something differently. 
So when I talk about how being a visionary founder can trap you, what I mean is that I have seen a lot of businesses and I have gone into a lot of entrepreneurial and founder-led businesses as a consultant where the founder is really the bottleneck. And, you know, I see these crazy situations where, you know, the founder is running this big organization and still signing off every piece of marketing copy or who believes that only they can do the job of kind of coming up with the ideas or that their ideas are the best ideas or that, you know, all these things have to go through them. And, you know, that's clearly impossible. And we know this logically, as you grow a big organization, if you want to have an impact beyond you, if you want to build something that's truly going to create change in the world, you are not going to be involved or be able to be involved in every decision and every piece of marketing copy and every product and every everything, right? Logically, we know that's true. But I can tell you that I have worked in many organizations where that's true where the founders got themselves in the position where they are the only person who can do X, Y, and Z. Or more accurately, they believe they are the only person who can do X, Y, and Z. And, you know, to a degree that you're right. So as the founder, as the source of the organization, as the creative visionary, you have an intuitive sense of the organization that nobody else will have in the same way. And your job is to stay in that visionary space. Your job is to hold the vision. Your job is to feel into the next pieces. Your job is to kind of like stay connected to this intuitive, amazing, creative um, source of inspiration that set up the business in the first place and, you know, discover and explore new and exciting ways that that can come through. That's your job. But what happens often is that we go from being that person, the creative visionary, into also the organizer of everything, the doer of stuff, the person that all decisions have to come through. And that's when being a founder can trap you. When you get into the situation of believing that only you can do this, that other people don't get it, that you're the person, you're the only person that can build this organization and hold the vision and know the right things to do. And that is such a shame to be in that position because when you're in that position, you can't amplify your vision. You can't do what you set out to do, which I believe all visionaries are out to do, which is to fundamentally change the world. So I want to talk a little bit today about, okay, so if we recognize that, if you can see that you're in an organization where you've become the bottleneck, or maybe you're in the beginning stage of an organization, you think, "Mm, I can see how this could happen. I can see how I could create this for myself. And also coming from my own experience, I know that I hit certain phases of expansion where this becomes true, where I become the bottleneck again, you know, where I've grown and expanded it and I've called all these amazing projects and people to me. And I suddenly go, oh my Lord, how the heck am I going to deal with this? Now I'm overwhelmed again. Now I'm in the detail again. Now I feel like it's all down to me again. And there's a kind of gap where I now need to resource up the business again in a different way. And it's one of the things that I've been really working on in my business is to say, how can I stay ahead of the game? How can I stay ahead of my expansion? How can I stay ahead of the next pieces? 
how can I trust enough to resource the business and to, you know, recruit people and to invest in myself and the business so that I don't get to this bottleneck situation again? So as I say, the truth is that only you are you. Only you are the founder and the visionary. Only you can really be, you know, the source of the business and hold that intuitive thread to that creative potential that I believe sits in the ether all around us. That does not mean, however, that you are the only one that has good ideas. It doesn't mean that you're the one that has to do everything. It doesn't mean that you can't amplify your vision by giving it more freedom. So I want to give you some kind of tips and techniques on that today so that you've got some really practical ways to think about this and to move it forward. So firstly, I want you to stay as a creative visionary. I want you to embody that. I want you to stay in that playful spirit of it. I want you to have times in the week where you just sit and think and create and You know, for me, I always envisage myself on the beach. If I'm not getting to the beach, then I know I haven't created my life the right way. I know I'm working too hard. I know I've defaulted back to my working hard gene, uh, which is one of those constant kind of like evolutions and challenges for me. So I know if if I'm working hard, if I'm like on my computer for eight hours a day and I'm not taking time to sit on the beach and think, then I know I'm not in the right space of my business. So I want you to be in that energy. I want you to embody it. I want you to feel it. And I want you to ask yourself that question. Am I being the creative visionary of my organization? Am I being the source point? Am I being the visionary founder? Or am I being the person that's sucked into everything? And that's a really important first step to really see and acknowledge where you are and where you're standing. And then your job is to learn how to share that vision. So I see this as like, you know, you're the source point, you're the nucleus of the organization, and you're the nucleus of this movement that you're creating in the world. And the question is, how do you share that? And actually, how do you translate it? And what I know from my work with visionary founders is this translation job can be the thing that stops the vision going more broadly, can be the thing that stops it being amplified, can be the thing that means that you become the bottleneck. Because for you, the vision is so obvious. It's so clear. And you may be like, we're in this business now, but hey, the future is being in this business over here. And other people may be like, what? Like, how did we get from there to there? How did we go from A to Z? I have no idea what those in-between pieces are. And for you as a creative, you don't need to know. Or maybe it's just obvious to you. But I can tell you that not everybody in your organization will come from that orientation. And not everybody will get it automatically. So part of your job as a visionary founder is to translate the vision, is to be so in the body of that vision and embodying it and to feel it and to be able to express it with such excitement and inspiration that everybody wants to be a part of it. And to have that profound and practical element that I talk about. So being in the energy of the vision, exciting people, inspiring people is the profound connection they will make with you. But you also have to make it practical. You also have to be able to translate it in a way that says, you know, this is what I see. 
this is where we're going. I know this with every cell of my body. I know this is going to create something amazing. And here's what I see. This is how it connects to where we are now. This is how we get from here to here broadly. Not every step, because you don't want to kind of spoon feed people either. But this is where I see, this is what this means. When we claim this piece, this is what it means for our customers today. This is what it means as we translate and evolve. This is what it might mean from a marketing perspective. This is what it means for sales. This is what it means in terms of how we speak to this from now, from the place we're at now. So you build bridges, you create connections. You know, it's like if we're going to change our brain, we create those synaptic connections between where we are now and what the future is. We start to take people on the journey of. And if there's one place where I see founders fall down and not be able to amplify their vision through their teams and organizations, it's this spot of translation. What I see a lot is that visionary founders get frustrated. They say, how can everybody not get this? It's so obvious. How come that, you know, I've shared my vision. Why is not everybody acting on it? Why is this not happening? It's not happening because you haven't painted the picture and you haven't created the connections and the, the journey, part of the roadmap for how we get from where we are now to where we're getting to. So that translation piece is so important. So you embody the vision, you live it, you breathe it. It becomes so magnetic to those around you that they cannot resist but be drawn into it. You then translate that that vision. You take it from the visionary and the profound into the practical. And you can do that. It's just stepping into a different energetic to translate it. And the third thing is that you create co-visionaries. And again, I've talked about this in other episodes of this podcast and it's something that I feel as a evolutionary global movement in the world. So if I'm in your organization, I want to feel your vision. I want to feel excited about it. And I don't just feel excited about it because it's your vision. I feel excited about it because you ignited something in me. It resonated with my vision in the world, in my DNA, in what I came here to do. And I want you to get curious about that. I want everybody in your organization to say, I'm here because of this. I'm here because it resonates with me. I'm here because it enables me to be my visionary in the world. It activates me in a way. It makes me see that I can be more of who I am today that I can stretch into the next level of me. And this is what I'm feeling for myself in my work with visionaries in the world. So when I work, I'm working with those people who are true visionaries in the world. It's like there's a co-creation going on. I listen to these people and I'm totally in the energetic of their business and what they're creating in the world. And at the same time, it's totally aligned to me and my vision. And where I share my vision, they get super excited about that too. So I'm listening to what they're creating. I'm listening to the amazing steps they're taking to become the biggest visionaries they can be in the world. And I'm sharing with them what I'm sharing with you in this podcast, that actually, what if this was part of a bigger movement? What are they creating in the world? How can they see themselves as visionaries? Why is this important? What am I witnessing in them? What am I bringing to life as I stay in my own energetic and I meet them in theirs? 
And what I'm finding more and more that when I work with people in that way, when I'm staying in my vision about what I know that can be created and they are in their vision about what they're creating in their world and their life. And there's this kind of like magical connection point, this kind of like joining together of those two visions in their purity. So I'm in my own vision, they're in theirs. And yet at the same time, there's a co-creation that takes place. There's not a codependency. It's not a mingling. It's like two energy fields coming together. And when they come together, they create something extraordinary and beyond what we could each create on our own. And I get so excited by that. And I can feel how those conversations with them amplify what I know about my vision in the world. And similarly, when I am holding that energetic for that bigger space for visionaries to play, it amplifies their vision in the world. And we both get to play in a bigger field. And that's what I want you to create as a visionary in your business. And this is how you create an organization that lives beyond you. And again, I ask myself this question a lot as a visionary founder. My business is not me. It's an expression of me in the world. Me as a parent, my daughter, that's another expression of me in the world. Me in this podcast, that's another expression of my energy and my vision in the world. So the business may do things that I don't don't do personally. And actually, I'm feeling this more and more as I create a bigger enterprise around me. That there are pieces of my business that are really great things to do that are not mine to do personally. They're not the pieces that excite me to do personally. But can I have other people do those pieces? Yes. Do they love it? Absolutely. Does it create change and is it aligned to my vision? Absolutely. But it's not mine to do. My job is to hold the energetic, to hold the potential, to hold the field of this business, the energetic field of what we're creating, and to work with the people who are in this visionary founder field who where I excite them and they excite me. And it helps me to stay in this energetic where I can create change in the world. So I hope that as you listen to this, you can start to feel into, start to identify with where you are on your journey as a visionary founder. Where are you trapping yourself and the business? Where are you as a visionary founder limiting your own personal potential and the potential of your organization? And where can you let it go? Where can you take the steps that I've described of embodying your vision, of translating your vision, and of co-creating visionaries in your organization around your vision that creates change and extraordinary, extraordinary results that you cannot possibly create on your own? So I would love it if you're listening to this to really connect with the way you are in the journey and what's one step you can take. And it may be just awareness of, it may just be, oh my Lord, that's me. I had no idea that's what I was doing, right? Or it may be, actually, I need some help with my organization. This is what I would love to do. And in which case or either case, I would love to speak with you. And maybe there's some work for us to do together. And as ever, if you're listening to this and you think, oh gosh, I know someone who could really benefit from this message, 
then please do share this podcast with one other person. Share this episode, share this out to other visionaries you know, so that we can continue to create this energetic and consciousness change in the world. Because the more we claim it, the more we step into it, the more we create enormous change. Thank you for listening and for being on this journey with me and allowing myself to really express this purpose and mission that I have in the world. Thank you for listening to the Visionary Founders Podcast with Lisa Mitchell. If you're a visionary founder and you're ready to up-level yourself and your business, connect with me at lisamitchell.co.uk forward slash connect.